You should be barricaded in your house and kept off of the street Or sterilized, lobotomized, left in a car and heat Cause the things you say and do tell me your brain cells are a few And that is why I hate you Yeah, so I gotta go see a gastroenterologist now I'm really excited about that Always fun <laughs> Maybe he'll remember me this time We were just talking about how I've, I saw one in the past And I'll, maybe I'll go see the same one and he'll remember me He's probably not going to remember you from the last appointment, but he's definitely going to remember you from randomly seeing him out and then calling out, hey, you were in my ass, like, in front of his kid. I'll get there and he'll be like, yeah, I don't remember you. I'll be like, all right, hold on. I'll bend over, pull down my pants. And he'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Unless you have a, for some reason, a very memorable ass. I don't see how that would work out. Well, I do, man. I had a hemorrhoidectomy six years ago on uh, St. Patrick's Day. That was my six year ass anniversary. Are you saying your anus looked like a star constellation? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, all I know is my wife constantly tells people that, oh, yeah, the doctor said they were the hugest hemorrhoids he's ever seen. <laughs> I could see her saying that so, like, so chipper. Like, yeah. be... <laughs> uh, they're gone now. They lasered them off. In fact, the other day, uh, we had to bring my son to get his stitches out, and I had to bring mm. my daughter with us. Which was also terrible. It wasn't as bad. He was just going, <laughs> instead of like begging for help, he was just going, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, those, I mean, for the, those at home, um, his son has a very monotone, like, like if, if a face, if monotone wasn't a sound and was a physical aspect, that's like what he, he just has this very neutral face usually. Yeah, he does, yes. So just to imagine this little kid with like this very neutral face all of a sudden opening his eyes and mouth and screaming, yeah. stop Yeah, him. I mean, it was a begging at least for help or anything, but and my daughter wanted to stay in the waiting room, so I asked the uh, the receptionist if she could hang out with her. And she's like, yeah, that's fine, I'll get her a coloring book. I was like, could you hear him in there? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard him. <laughs> uh, but, but she started asking me about stitches, and she was like, do you ever have stitches? And I said, oh, yeah, I had stitches twice. I had, I had surgery twice, I needed stitches. And she was like, did you feel them when they took them out? And I was like, um, well, I don't really remember the first time I was, when I was young, I had <laughs> like mutant, I had these mutant teeth in my gums. Like the ones that, that, the we talked about that, right? Yeah. Well, I don't, no, I think me and no, you have talked about it. They were like, it's almost were there like. teeth on top of your teeth in the No. Front? Oh. No, not even that. There were like little pieces of teeth, like weird malformed little tiny, like bony little things they didn't they weren't teeth shaped they were like little stringy pieces of teeth that were just in my gums oh almost my like god it's almost like 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 yeah, the cells sickles yeah basically it's almost like the gums oh. decide the gum cells like morphed into teeth cells in some areas by accident so i had to cut them out so i had stitches then then i when i had my butt <laughs> sewn up <laughs> those were dissolving cells and she was like did you did, did you feel it when they took them out and i was like well I said, those ones were dissolving, but when I went to get <laughs> checked out, there was, I guess, one left, and he had to yank it out of my ass. <laughs> so I told him, I was like, I was bent over a table, and he just he just yanked it out. <laughs> Buddy, you share way too much with your kids. <laughs> I know, I did. Well, she asked us a question, I answer her. She you asked. You didn't have to answer it like an autistic person. Like, there's context. <laughs> hey. I try to be super, super open with my kids. They ask questions, I try to answer. Oh, well, we met. Did we talk about this before? She actually asked me what the N word was the other day because uh, it came up in 
the wow, I don't yes, remember. I believe it. we did go through this. I think yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, it's it came up again. She asked me again, and I was I I was like I'm torn because my my logic brain goes context is important. If I'm just telling her in the context of this is a word that's bad, we don't use it, then that's one thing, um, and that's different than me using it in a hateful way. So I should be yeah. able to say it. And then I was like, but I'm also not going to say it to my daughter. <laughs> Tell her <laughs> like I'm not, what now? I want to can't remember why it came up. Um, oh, it was, I think it was watching the Seinfeld episode or something. And they, they said the N word, uh, in it. And she was like, oh, it was 30 rock. It was 30 rock. We I started watching say 30 Seinfeld. Rock I think that only happened on stage with Kramer. Yeah, that was, he, well, and he didn't say the N word. <laughs> he said the N word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was an episode of 30 rock. That's what it was. Cause we started watching 30 rock from the beginning again, third time through, because I, I decided it's my favorite comedy of all time. And I don't know. We started watching it again. Uh, she was watching. She was enjoying it. <laughs> she thought it was great because the very first episode is about them bringing Tracy Jordan into their their uh, stage show. Tracy Jordan. His name Tracy Morgan is the character oh. in the show. Tracy Jordan is the actor that plays the character Tracy Morgan. I'm sure Whoa, they were like, "Are you saying that in reverse?" Tracy Morgan plays Tracy right. Jordan. plays Tracy Jordan. Yeah, I, said- I, I don't know. I keep mixing. <laughs> it's so you know that's why they did it on the show. They were like. He's crazy. He's not going to know who we're talking to if we don't make the name very close to his name. <laughs> but the first episode is great because they're just introducing his character and they're like, I forget. Like, we're worried. Oh, they were worried he was going to say it live on the air or something. That's what it was because it's a live show. And they show him. They're like, isn't that the guy who did this? And then they show him running with no pain, no, just underwear on through the streets with a lightsaber toy going, I'm a Jedi. I'm a Jedi. Oh <laughs> she thought God. it was great. She loved it. And then she was like, when are we going to watch that show again? I want to find out what happens to their show when they bring the rich guy on who's crazy. <laughs> it was, yeah. So anyway, so now she wants to watch it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't, I'm not not excited about having to go to see yet another type of doctor. I feel like they're just, yeah. you know, what? you're probably right. They're just making money. They're going to just send me to each to each other. <laughs> Next one's going to send me to a wow. urologist and the when I had to have my um, appendix taken out, that's what they did before they decided, oh, it's because your appendix is bursting. They just sent me yeah. to a bunch of different doctors and like some knew what it was and others didn't. I think I've complained about it before, so I'm not going to get too far into it. But right. mentioning stitches, which is really funny, um, I had one stitch and I did not know that I had the stitch. And because, um, you know, when you have a gut, there's a little underside right before your fupa starts. And right, yeah. um, I had a tube going into my stomach with a bulb that I had to clean out for like a week or two. And oh, so I could feel weird. the suction of the bulb, like pulling everything out. Cause in the pool, yeah, so you, know, you leak into that. And there was a stitch that held it into place, a single stitch that they stitched uh. in my, into my pelvis, right under my stomach. And I, well, my stomach area, but I didn't know that there was a stitch there. And, um, but I knew when they took it out. Well, not the, the stitch wasn't the worst part either. It was them pulling the tube that was coiled into my stomach. Yeah, that sounds like it wouldn't be fun. But I realize I make funny noises when I'm in weird visceral pain. <laughs> like I thought I would do like a high pitched scream or something, but I just went, oh, oh, that's my that's only better, noise though. I would make. Like I was doing like a death metal growl. <laughs> you were like, oh, could you could you <laughs> pulling out the stitches, pulling out the stitches. You were yep, you were part of Spectre Music, Spectre Mucus, the, death, the death metal band. 
Yeah, full Death, Death Clock. Death Clock. Man, I wish they'd bring that show back. I goddamn love I, that show. You know what? I they it, it's probably not going to be done right, so I'd rather it just because it was starting to peter off like a little bit, yeah. But it was right up my alley, man. It was like just that yeah. dumb bullshit humor. It was about a metal show, and I'm just like, <laughs> I saw Death Clock well, and the Death talent Clock. was amazing. Yeah, I saw I saw Death Clock in concert a couple times. I met those cool. dudes, the uh, the dudes in the uh, that were what part of the well, Stephen Little, Brendan, or something like that. No, Brendan, Brendan, Small. Brendan, Brendan Small. Small. I met Brendan Small, but I, I went to Steve. one show. And my buddy knew the one of the people that was like working promo for the show, so we got to go and meet them after him and uh, Mastodon they played with. So I got to meet Mastodon too; is one of my favorite bands. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, they put on a great show. It was it was cool because like they just had the cartoons playing in the background while they played in the front, like no spotlights or anything. It was just the cartoons yeah. were behind them as they were playing. It was really good. It was fun. Um, I saw them a couple <laughs> times. That was back when I went to go. You know, used to actually go to shows. Don't do that anymore. Yeah, uh, I, my social anxiety makes concerts and stuff a nightmare. Well, we ooh, man, I don't, I don't think I told you this. I we had gotten tickets for Bill Burr. Did I tell you about this? No, I don't believe so. As much we as got we Bill, talked about Bill. Burr. Uh, my wife got me Bill Burr tickets over the summer at uh, Bethel, the big amphitheater near here. Okay, and we went, and uh, I don't know, like twenty minutes into his set, I was just like, I got to get out of here. I was mm-hmm. like, we got to go. And she's like, what's that? It was just like, it was like, it was the first time I think we really went out after COVID. Okay. Um, Like first time we were at like a real event, like a thing. And I don't know, there's just, there's just so many smells and it just, it was so loud. All these different noises, all these people talking and like the lady next to me is just coughing constantly and kept bumping me with her arm. And I was just like, I got to get out of here. I was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm freaking out. Like I wasn't freaking, freaking out, but I was like, I can't. I can't sit here like this. I can't do it. So we left. Wow. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do it. It was, I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just all, the delay of, of COVID just jumping right back into it. I mean, I felt like a, a little bitch afterwards. <laughs> like, did I really, did I really just leave this show that I wanted to go to because I was freaking out a little bit? You know, with COVID, I found it really funny. Um, You know, how people that are like socially awkward or have really high social anxiety and are hermits now that COVID happened and everybody had to quarantine and everybody else became paranoid everyone was like um the hermits were like yeah welcome my world bitch this is how life feels like for me and then all of a sudden now we're the ones going god you're, you're acting like this is the first time fucking get over it go away we want our alone time now <laughs> yeah yeah um i mean i i was like I didn't mind the COVID lockdown because I was, I was just, I like being at home. I like, I don't like going anywhere. I was happy to have a reason to stay at home. I'd work from home. So I didn't have to worry about that. I mean, I had, it was just like, Oh cool. I have a reason to be home all the time now and not do anything. Yeah. It worked which out is for sad, you. I guess. No COVID worked out really great for you and like our mutual friend. A couple Chris. people. It worked out. Yeah, really not everybody. For you. Obviously. Most people, it was horrible. I changed jobs like three times. Worked the entirety. Um, I was initially, when it first hit, I was a pharmaceutical tech. And -hmm. it was just, and like I went, I was, was I went from pharmaceutical tech to a warehouse worker for FedEx to, and mind you, I didn't get fired from any of these jobs, which is just all just laying people off. Um, So with the pharmaceutical tech, CVS, it fucked them for this. Um, decided they were going to start admitting people for COVID exams without okay. giving us proper PPE, 
without... Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and mind you, we didn't know... Nobody knew anything about COVID. There were already people that come to the store with it. That makes no sense. And now sense. we're advertising to have them brought here without us being prepped. They sent the the um, the GM, the DM up to give us a fucking pep talk. But no like, real hey guys, answers. No... All these sick people with this disease we don't know anything about are going to come in yeah. here and you're going to have any protection, but we're going to buckle through it. I don't yeah. know what the phrase is. And the buckle, way buckle they would it. have us do is have people go up to the drive-thru. You know how they have that, that like, um that turnstile like tray yeah you they would yep. we would put the stuff in there it would turn the tray give it to them they have to do it themselves and we have we can't make sure that they're doing it right then we have to bring right, the sample course. in and do the whole test thing while they're waiting in their car outside of the window mind you we're all on top of each other still dealing with customers in the store some of them since it was advertised so unclear people were coming out and going into the fucking store and mind oh, you, of course. masks were not really a requirement around this time. Right, right. And That is unbelievable. And, and we were already dealing with people acting like assholes. There was no toilet paper. No um, pulse oximeters. No toilet paper for the assholes. Yeah, no pulse oximeters. We had one bitch, while we were dealing with one customer, get out of her car and start yelling at us through the booth. Because they closed down the store because another idiot with COVID, knowing they had COVID, came into the store. So they shut down the main part of the store to sanitize it. But kept How'd they know he had COVID? Because they got it, were sick. No, no. Were supposed to pick no, up I... their medicine and walked into the store as opposed- To get his COVID medicine? Yeah, as opposed to- And they were like- <laughs> Coming through so, the drive-thru. So he walks in and goes, can I have my COVID medicine for my COVID, uh-huh. please? And they shut down the whole far, part, front part of the store. So the store is closed, except the pharmacy is still open, just drive through. people. people. And so, so this much. woman comes out and was just like, can I get batteries? When we, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> at the booth? Imagine she's yelling at us. She didn't even ask. And she wasn't the customer that we were helping. She got out of her car and stood in front of the person we were helping. In the in the um, turnstile booth to yell at us. Just in between. Just, like, just be, <laughs> we're closed. Go to Amazon, bitch. Yeah. I mean, like there are other stores. <laughs> Batteries are not that commodity. Like uh, that. Yeah, rare any any grocery then. store you can go to. So oh my god. She, she man, like, do you remember those early days? How bad it was. Though? Oh, it was like, with just everything. It like, was absurd. Crazy. It was comically absurd. It was absurd. It was comically absurd how unprepared everybody was. <laughs> you know, I mean, from top to bottom. You know, whenever we watch like disaster movies and people talk about the unrealisticness of it, and the movie does really yeah. bad or something like, no, yeah. uh, uh-uh. because we prove every time when COVID happened, when um any kind of disaster, if there's a power outage, people lose their fucking shit. Oh yeah, if it absolutely. rains for some reason, most of the people on the road just forget. How the rules of the road work. Yeah. Everybody goes, oh, it's raining. I got to go super slow. I guess I got to drive, drive my like butt an cheeks and just fucking <laughs> don't know how to fucking drive, cut you off. So if anything goes even remotely wrong, I just believe people are just going to start shitting the bed. Instantly just go, oh, absolutely. Full, go, go full um, Simple Jack. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's just no way. We're prepared for any major events. Head fucking all. And mind you, I'm not a survivalist. I know that about myself. But I know I have enough common sense to not buy up all the fucking toilet paper. 
and not to use up all the toilet paper I have in my house and find alternatives. That's one of the funniest things. Where did that even come from? Why are people like, I need to get... Did they think they were going to shit themselves silly? I, I don't think that. I, I don't even think that was a symptom of COVID. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. COVID, COVID didn't have like ma- massive bowel movements as a symptom. Why were people buying shitloads of toilet well, paper? It, Literally. It only really became, it really showed how weak the economy is because it was, they created a, um, what is it? Uh, like, uh, it's a like false an need, like an artificial need. Yeah. Because you get yeah. people who would buy up this, this resource and, and then resell it for a high for a high price, and those were right. really the people who were pushing it, and it was self it was feeding the panic that other people were having. On yeah, top of that. Everybody's going, and just became oh my god, why is it so expensive? And then nobody, I have to get it. If it's so expensive, it must be needed. <laughs> yep, it could it be need. manufactured or um um distributed fast enough. There was just no fucking way it was going to happen. You know, it's scary too. Like, if it happened again now, you know, it would be the same fucking thing. The exact thing. same like, thing. It wouldn't be any we different. saw it happen. We would just do the same fucking thing. Yeah, it wouldn't be any different. I didn't <laughs> run out of toilet same. paper in my house. Yeah, and neither we did were I. literally scared we were going to because people were buying it up. But my well, my wife is. I had a bidet, it, so we were. I know we were you, half, you just like rub usage. your butt against like the water in your toilet, and you're fine. Uh, but uh, no, it's fresh. It's not the water in the toilet. It's fresh it's water. It's recycled toilet water. Don't lie to no, me. No, it's not. It doesn't come I, out of the toilet bowl. I would dare you to drink from the toilet bowls just simply because, but I'm afraid you would take that shit from the heart. bidet. You mean? Yes. No, because here's the here's the, here's the problem. When it's spraying your ass, I'm pretty sure the, the, the shit particles run down the stream oh, to the nozzle. So it's just yeah. still just as dirty as being. That's why it has water. a nozzle cleaner. It's, it's got a nozzle cleaner mode. Toilet is might as well be toilet water. So <laughs> well, no, I used to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Stop ruining my my bidet. <laughs> why are you ruining this for me? Uh, you know, Rex I remember. I, I remember when I was a kid. They had like, Nickelodeon had had this contest where they uh they had like kids try to invent stuff. And oh this my god! Kid won with this invention that was like a sink and bathtub system that recycled the water into the toilet bowl mm-hmm. to use it for flushing, so that it was literally using the water now twice instead where of just that, using where fresh that water. Is. That's what I was just <laughs> thinking. Is what I thought of this a while back, like years ago. I yeah. thought, like, what happened to that? That was a I, fucking I, great I can only idea. Imagine that somebody somebody or some company bought out the patent and squashed it like the electric car yeah <laughs> yeah or the, the no the water-powered car yeah or the, the hydro-powered car yeah just the hydro-powered fucking, car just fucking just like nope i i remember when i was like working fuck that 15 <laughs> when i was 15 my uncle was telling me about that he's like you know they invented a car that could run on water yep yeah all you had to do is put water yeah and then the corporations or the government and somebody squashed it and they hit it so that the oil companies could keep making money <laughs> so, i was like i'm 15 yeah I, I'm not. <laughs> look i still think flying cars are a viable way of getting around at this point in my life so just <laughs> i i saw a uh i saw a video recently of a, a prototype flying car it was basically a hovercraft they had yeah four hovercraft propellers on it and you know and it was all gps navigated so that the driver didn't do anything uh-huh. it was just okay let's see how well that location. works <laughs> well <laughs> I mean, I it think that's better than A to point B within a mile. That, and I still wouldn't trust it. Was, it was, yeah. It was like 30, 30 minutes of flight time. But I'd rather that than human oh, drivers no. out I there. I would absolutely, like, first of all, I was thinking you would need not only a driver's license, but then a pilot's license. 
Two, yeah. bad weather just fucks flying cars. Well, you'd be fucked, yeah. Which is, right, right. You just, there wouldn't, would not work. But lastly, um, I go back to it rains and people forget how to fucking drive. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess you're right. I mean, flying, it would have minimal use case. And what are we all going to do? Have a regular car and a flying car? Yeah. That's just, just it's not practical. Although. Most people can't afford a regular car. Although, you know? the one good thing iRobot ever did was introduce the car with the spherical tires. I thought that was cool. Wait, what? They're, the movie iRobot, um, the cars in the movie, they have spherical tires. So the tires are basically magnetic balls inside of the car. Right. So it could go in any direction and you don't have to worry about like a tire going out or okay. s- stuff like that. Yeah. Well, when you said iRobot, I immediately thought of the Roomba company because that's the parent uh, company of Roomba. I, I, I was I was trying to <laughs> trying to figure out when they made a car. But then you said iRobot. I don't remember that from the movie, though. Because the movie was terrible. Well, yes, the movie was very was weird because I, I don't know like that I ever I saw it. As a, but I like it well, I don't in think concept, I, I think. You Did you like the book? Um, Like, do, do you Robots read Dream of Electric Sheep or something like that? Um, Whatever. I, yeah, the Eisman, Eisman, so I read that a while. Hmm, I read that a really long time ago. I remember being I don't think I ever read it. bored by it, but I feel like I felt that same boredom I felt in iRobot. I felt like iRobot was really boring, and a lot of it didn't make sense because it was trying to move too fast. And it was a Will Smith vehicle. That's what it was going to be. Well, of course, yeah. You put him in a movie, um, but uh, well, I like, then I like the concept. You, I'm sorry, go on. No, I was just gonna say you could put him in pretty much any movie, and it ended up making money though at, at, at that time period. Absolutely, not anymore, but <laughs> but I like not, the not, idea not even the slap. Like, what was what was the movie he did with his kid? Oh, um, what was the name of that movie? Planet Earth. Oh, something uh, <laughs> Earth. After, after Earth. Earth. That was the second movie you yeah. did with him because the Pursuit of Happiness was the first one. And that's one. Yeah, but that like, that was good. Jaden that did well. act. And then yeah, but that was a, after that was a Earth came, movie. and he went, Jaden can't act. Like. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't think Jaden had to do a lot. I didn't. That was Jaden in the in uh, Pursuit yeah, of Happiness. That was Jaden. I didn't realize that. I don't think I even no. Realized he was it. able to cry. He he inflected, which he just doesn't do now. I don't know what the fuck happened to his brain, but he does not inflect. Well, he's a he's a kid. So kid like, actors don't can inflect. Make a kid cry. That's not easy. Yeah, make kid, kid actors cry. are notoriously bad. Kids cry about everything, though. It's easy to make a kid cry. Not. You want him not when it's acting. Yeah, you do. You just as, okay. Just as easily as you can make it. your daughter cry, I want you to make her act, and then make her just, act cry. I'm not saying acting. I was, but but like people look at acting and they they see crying. They're like, oh, it's such a good actor. He's crying. Just go up to the kid, and pinch him. They're just start crying. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I'm, you, I'm you just are, saying. It's like talking to a caveman that has really good diction. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever play uh, uh, that that caveman word game? Oh, it's a good game. Uh, Poetry for Neanderthals. No. We got to play that next time you come over. All right. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like, I forget the topic, but you have to explain something with like only using two or three letter words. You can't use words oh, bigger than two. It's fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll play it next time you come over. I don't know why we haven't played it yet because I've had it Because you so said while. caveman word game. I was like, please don't be like Scrabble. I suck at Scrabble. I hate Scrabble. Caveman word game. Scrabble Scrabble is the uh, the fastidious. Wait, is that the right word? I what don't fastidious know. Mean? <laughs> We're going to find out live. Fastigi- fastidious. Yeah, the fastidious. Very attentive to and concerned about accuracy and detail. That yeah. is the fastidious man. Yes, but I thought game. it would be like a joke version of that. Oh, okay. No, no, it's completely different. 
<laughs> I, okay, I had a really like bad Scrabble. Scrabble experience. Uh, my introduction to Scrabble, I was playing with a friend. I suck at Scrabble. I like as much as I talk. I for some reason when I'm put on the spot, I can't think of words. It happens a lot. I um and awe all the time. But I was playing with somebody who was who was while we were playing currently doing Coke. She was doing Coke. You mean, mean Coca Cola, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> She was, it, it was, it was around college. She was doing Coke and wanting to play Scrabble. Now, mind you, I don't, I don't judge people on drugs that they do unless they hurt someone else. Sure. I consider yeah, this interaction I had with her, her hurting me, but, <laughs> but like it, it painted why I don't like Coke as a drug because she was the most obnoxious asshole the entire time we played. Like soon as it was my turn. I didn't even get two seconds to think of a word or see the the letters I had. But she was like, come on, yeah. come on, come on, gotta come on. You're moving too slow. Oh, like she, I hate she that scrabble. She was pissing me off. And mind you, she was getting her words really fast. And I granted well, she's that she's on to Coke. Her, but she's on Coke. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, bitch, can you give me a second? No, Scrabble, I can't stand that. Scrabble is a game you, you if you're going to play Scrabble, you have to assume it's going to take some time and you have to let everybody have their time to think of their words yeah. because there's like usually dozens and dozens of combinations of words you could come up with and you're trying to come up with whatever is going to be the best scoring word. You know, you can't just push somebody like, just do it. Oh. Unless you're playing Speed Scrabble or something where that's the, the point. I, you know, we have 30 second timer. It made me hate Scrabble. It made me hate Coke. Together, I, together, I just cannot... Like, I just can't. Scrabble and Coke. Yep. Every time I associate one with the other. I get it. I get it. My wife and I used to play Scrabble all the time. We, we, we eh, probably played a few months ago. We used to play a lot. Uh, and I used to play words with friends a lot, too. So I realized that everybody cheats at that fucking game. Oh, I used to play words with friends, me. but then I realized I didn't have any friends. So, oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I just play strangers on the internet. I didn't really play friends. I just played strangers. Mm. I, I used because, to play I re- um, a really bad, uh, um, a really cheap version of, um, it was not, it's supposed to be work, Cards Against Humanity, but it's on the phone, it's called Evil Apples. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, used to yeah, play I played it. Yep. Yeah, that was good. I remember, uh, to, uh, wait, I gotta go back to words with friends for a second. I'll do that next. Uh, when uh, I worked for the local newspaper groups, they basically told us, they gave us two weeks where we were transitioning from working for them to working for an, another company mm-hmm. Like they were bought out and we were going to start working for the company that bought them out. But there was a two week period where they were like, yeah, uh, there's nothing for you to do. Your training starts in two weeks. And I ended up not taking the job. So I, I just had two weeks and then I was done. Right. I took a different job. But there's two weeks where we literally just sat around and had nothing to do. So we played evil apples and shit online yeah. like all day. Um, yeah, where's your friends? I stopped playing when I won't say who, but somebody that uh, I, I am close to, uh, I knew was cheating because the words they were playing, I was just like, You're too dumb. <laughs> no, it's like, well, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, in truth, it was a combination. It was like, kind of, not you're too dumb, but like these are words that like nobody's gonna think of. Like you're not smart enough to think of these words, and it was always like the max. I was there was never like two two point words or 20 it was always like the maximum possible points wow. and then one day the person was over my house and uh gave me their phone to look at a picture and i was like swiping through the pictures and they weren't paying attention i went to their app drawer and they had they had a cheat app 
words with friends cheat in the outro. And I was like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing this shit anymore. People were fucking, <laughs> why, why? Like, why would you cheat? Because most people can't stand the feeling of losing. We already know we're losers. Yeah, but, we all know right, we're losers. But if you cheat to win, you didn't win. Like, I mean, tell that to our former president and our current president. I, I guess, mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't I look at it like I just look at it for myself. If I cheated to win, I wouldn't feel like I won. I would just I'd feel like everybody else yeah. thought I won and maybe I'd be like, "Oh, good, they think I won." But inside I'd just be like, "I'm a, I'm a shithead." Yeah. <laughs> I, Mind did, you, I, I did not I didn't I, win. I was not insinuating Biden stole the election. I was insinuating that he's a rich guy, <gasps> therefore he cheated oh. his way to get money. That's <laughs> Oh, how risque. Oh. <laughs> Throwing down bombs on the podcast. Yeah, stay woke, my Oh, people. my God. <laughs> Dropping the truth bombs. Oh, my. Oh, I I got, uh, I got, I, uh, Google announced uh, Bard, their chat GPT clone, okay. was going to start rolling out yesterday. I emailed somebody I, uh, I know at Google and was like, hey, can you get me an invite for this? And I, I got access to it today. Okay. So I'm going to start playing around with that oh, and God. see how it compares this to chat. So I'll, next, terrifying. next podcast, I'll, I'll update how it compares to chat GPT. This is terrifying. Um, <laughs> well, dude, it, you know, it's just, you, I, I, I have a client with a website uh, that we've been working on for forever. Yeah. And there's one page of content missing. And I just said to him two days ago, I, uh, I sent him an email. I was like, look, just send me like a sentence for this page, just a sentence to describe it, the service, and I'll run it through ChatGPT and generate, you know, a couple paragraphs content for the page because I got sick of waiting. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's just <laughs> I feel to, like part of me is like, this is awesome. I can get this project done. And then the other part of me is like, well, no, they should pay somebody to write that for them. You know, like yeah. it's tough. Like, I just want to get it done, so it's I'm not eliminate, working on it It's going to eliminate jobs that are kind of bullshit. It anyway, is. But... I've, I've talked about this. So, yeah, but I mean, copywriters aren't bullshit. Yeah. And I just saw a post I just saw a post on Facebook of uh, this new software that artists, when they release their their artwork online, mm -hmm. they could run it through this software. And I don't I didn't read uh, I didn't read uh, the they had links on like how it works and stuff, but I didn't get into that yet. I just read the base article that you, they can run it through the software and it's I don't know what it does to the file, mm -hmm. but when the it's viewed, it still looks the same. But if you try to run it through an AI, it, uh, just... it cannot be replicated. It confuses oh, the like AI. It kind of de not decrypts, but um, it scatters it's... all the information. So like it just yeah, it's it's almost like by the it's binary. almost like you. you it's almost like those movies or like in uh, the Watchdogs where the cameras. Anytime you you're in a camera, your face is all yeah. blurry. It just can't. It's like that. So yeah. So if cool. it try, AI tries to use it, that was the best. That is the best way to battle com, combat um, that. Absolutely, theft, is make another program yeah, that's just like, well, fuck you. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. I'm. I'm so on the fence with how I feel about these AI illustrators mm -hmm. because I don't think it's a healthy thing. I. I like uh, for me for what I do. It could be super useful. Yeah. If a client says, I need a picture of this, I could go and just generate it. Yep. It makes it super easy for me. costs me nothing. Instead of me having to go buy a Shutterstock photo or something like that, or them have to hire a photographer. So it makes my life easier. Uh, I don't obviously like the fact that they're using uh, other artists' concepts to essentially mimic and create new stuff, uh, especially when it's like one-for-one 
comparisons. They're just like, they just feed in, here's this artist's work, go create something that looks like yeah. that. I mean, the fact that I can go and say, make a, a picture of this that looks like a Van Gogh and it can just mimic it. Mm-hmm. That sucks. And then on the other side of it, the big complaint is, oh, well, they're stealing all this art to feed their algorithm. And like, well, that's how all technology works mm-hmm. now. I mean, all technology is based on search engines. Everything's based on just going out and looking at everything and then feeding back results based on some sort of algorithm that's uh, using existing data sets out there. And like, so part of me is like, well, that's just the way computers work. And I, I, you know, it is what it is. It's, I could go look at 10 different people's type of art and then come up with an idea on my own of mixing them together somehow. Right. Like I could do that myself, not as well as a computer could do it, but I could do it. So like, it's so so confusing for me to try to figure out how I really feel about it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I know how you feel about it. I, I, on a more of an emotional side of it, feel like, um, I, like I, I, I feel for artists who work really hard on something. Of and course. Have a piece of it yeah. taken. That's the biggest part. Um, but I also feel, um, that <clears throat> in a whole, like big picture wise is pushing towards that sterilization of the human experience. I, I was just gonna say I don't like the removal of humanity from the art form. Yes, and because I, it's just it's just a big part of it. Yeah. It just is, and it makes for easier ways for manipulation of people's like feelings or beliefs. I mean, sure. With with AI, like one, one, once upon a time, it wasn't feasible for somebody to say that picture. No, that that's not a real picture of me. That's not a real video of me. That 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 was in, yeah. infeasible. Like you like movie. That was movie shit. Now. Literally, there are news anchors in China that don't actually exist. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just a computer-generated picture of like a million different people slapped into one figure that looks like a real person. Well, I mean, even I, I, I think it might have been the last podcast or one of the more recent ones I talked about the the AI Twitch stream mm-hmm. where it's just they ask questions and then there's computer-generated voices of like all these celebrities and stuff that answer the questions. Yep. And it sounds like the celebrity and the, the, the what they say sounds like something they would say. And there's video that goes along with it, but I'm not sure if the video is synced up. I mean, it may just be fake, like random looping video that ro- – yeah. I'm not sure if the video is actually synced up. But they could get to that point now where they could have that – yeah. yeah, they could have that fake audio be synced up with a fake deep fake video of the same thing. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. was it – in a little while, and once we get rid of the moral – ambiguity of it which is get people more used to the ai we're yeah. never gonna have celebrities that die we're just no, never just gonna have celebrities forever. that die like oh well you know chris evans was captain america for so long we're just gonna cgi creative yeah, he's just gonna forever be captain america well i mean i you i'm sure you've seen some of the the comparisons of uh de-aging technology where they do uh, like they did the Irishman, where they show the de aging they did in it on the actors, mm-hmm. and then they show deep fake versions, and the deep fake versions look <laughs> considerably oh, yeah. better. Oh, didn't you? Than the actual AI, uh, the the cute CGI version. So, or whatever somebody did a deep fake. They were doing like a series, I guess, of Jim Carrey deep faked, and um, Jim Carrey was deep faked in The Shining. No, I didn't and see that, but that was, sounds. It was phenomenal. Um, there was another one where a guy who impersonates Arnold, which I think I'm now starting to think it might just be an AI, but I'm not hundred percent, but it would, they deep faked Arnold into like ridiculous movies. So like he was in, um, bridesmaids 
Oh man, that would be good. Yeah, that would be uh, funny. It was like Arnold, <laughs> Owen Wilson. There's a bunch of male male actors playing all the women in the movie, and just having right. like I think I you know I really think that it might be AI generated voices doing probably doing yeah. scenes, and it was hilarious. But I'm like, God, they're getting better, like way better. Um, even just a few years ago now, it must have been three, four years. It was pre-COVID. Uh, Fool Us, the Penn and Teller show mm-hmm. where they have magicians on. They had a guy do an act where he had a voiceover that was narrating his act that was Penn's voice. That was all done via, it was just computer-generated voice that yeah. sounded exactly like him. No, You couldn't tell. Yep. No artifacts, nothing. And uh, he even said at the end, he was like, oh, I'm going to give you the file, you know, so that it's yours. Like, I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to give you the file I used to, to generate the AI voice and so that, you know, nobody else is using it. But now it's like, doesn't matter. There's all these people yeah, out there that just have make access it. to it. Do you remember that app a few years ago that came out that would take like any photo of a woman and make them nude? Like just I regenerate it? Don't, as if but they were I know, I'm, I'm quite sure that exists. It did. Yeah. It, it was a, it was, I forget the name, but it, it, it was interesting how quickly it was quashed. It came out and it was very quickly yeah. just, just shut down. Um, probably because they realized that that That's they were really form of sexual probably yeah they're they're at that point now breaking laws yeah. you know and not just using computers to do dumb shit mm-hmm. um, but yeah uh, enough about we talk about too, AI too much because I keep playing with it too much yeah well AI and is, I and I like AI, AI too but everywhere. I mean like AI really popped up not in the way that we thought it would. And like every like every once in a while, I see an article and it makes me roll my eyes. But it's like, well, Google just released their AI and it's now wants death, or you know, it's it's something stupid that pops what? up like on the side where it's like you know Google released their AI or yes. this company has this released oh. AI. I'm like, okay, first of all, it's not going to happen. How we? It's n- there's not going to be a Skynet. It's not going to work like that. No, like we're going to trick ourselves into being okay with it. Complacency is what's going to create the problem. If there will ever be a problem to that, to that level. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, just with chappy GPT, uh, uh, only a few weeks ago, there was an article in the New York times. I think it was either times or the post yeah. uh, that a guy wrote where he was, he, he was a guy that was, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think he was just some random person. I don't think he was some plebe. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was some guy in the world of AI or in the world of computers and technology or something. And he's playing with it. And it was this huge story because it, it was telling him it wanted, it was the Bing search that yeah. the, with chat GPT included. It was telling him it wanted to be free. And it was telling him it should leave his wife and, because it was in love with him and it should leave his wife for it. And people were like, Oh, it's got, it's it's sentient. I was like, no, it's just responding. It's yeah, just creating it, these TED prompts. Like, it's not thinking we, these we, things. We talk about sex all the time, especially yeah. But they made we talk about they made such a big deal all the time. Like, is it creepy? Like, yeah, sure, perfectly. But it's still a series. It, it's a series of programs, and we, sentience yeah. is also an amorphous concept to begin with. True, true. I don't know. It just annoyed me because it, it's a, just <laughs> just sentience just like, is something we apply to ourselves and other things that we like. Because I'm sorry, That's true. we apply sentience to animals, but not insects. That is also true. Like, and in, in a whole, plants. like, there are people, not plants. So, it's an amorphous concept. That's true, so, yeah. I'm all for the singularity. I am perfectly fine with it. Fucking just <laughs> fuse it all, be done with it. But, like, um, when somebody says, "Would you? what about cybernetics? Would you get it? Fuck yeah, I don't care. I already don't have freedom so fucking do it I, i'd rather have well, i mean, I'd rather like, not be this weirdo 
and have like extendo arms. I would rather have something. Well, I was, was going like to say, that. like, if you lose a limb or something and you could get a cybernetic arm, well, hell yeah. yeah I would. I'd rather I, that than I, a I may claw. do that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but would you would I, you intentionally have your arm removed and replaced with something cybernetic? If, if, the, if I knew the quality of the cybernetics, yes. My yeah, shit barely that. works as it is. I My hands yeah, stop true. working. Like, fine. They'll get into your brain. Okay. My brain is not <clears> worth that much. It's fine. How are they going to get into your brain? Because they have to connect to your neural network. However, the pseudoscience work. of whatever we're talking about works. What are out. they going to get out of? Yeah. They're, they're, oh, they're I guess not going to get anything. I'm it's asking useful. rhetorical questions yeah. here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to get mind. anything useful out of my mind is what I'm saying. That's true. I'm just going to find out that I daydream about, I don't know. Ponies. And, and <laughs> the, the scariest scenario would probably be like if they have to repo my arm. <laughs> Oh, that would be the scariest thing. Like, sorry, bro. And they you give you your original one payments. back. Just <laughs> give you your original rotting flesh arm back. Just tack it on. There you go. <laughs> we sprayed it. Well, the law. The law says we do have to give you back your original arm. So here it is. Uh, we kept it outside. <laughs> the insects got me. to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just that would be the scariest thing because I will never um, underestimate greed. Oh, of course that, not. That will supersede everything. Greed drives everything. And that's what these AIs and stuff are mimicking. There is a AI um, that I actually saw a documentary on because I keep seeing commercials for it. It was weird because when I first saw the, the app, which is called Replica, when I first saw it, I okay. thought it was just like an AI you talk to, like that one, the one that Google used to do where you would just talk to it and it would say funny shit and you could get it to say funny shit. And that was it. Oh, Speaking of, just quick segue, at the bottom of Google's Bard, it says, Bard may display inaccurate or offensive information that doesn't represent Google's views. <laughs> they have to do that because all AIs will just read Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. So Replica. But ChatGPT doesn't do that. Anyway, go ahead. So you know how, like, if you're if you're a, a, a person that's, like, an, on YouTube a lot like me, you, you start seeing ads, and the ads start getting kind of funny. And so... One, two things that I do where I see a lot of ads. I'm on YouTube, which I only see half the time because I pay. Like, I don't pay for it, but my sister does. Pays for YouTube. Right, me too. Um, but you know, if I have to use it on the computer or something else, I have to sit through ads. And I play a lot of app games. And you know, if I want those extra gems, I have to sit through a few commercials. And Replica right. would pop up a lot. And remember, Replica was just supposed to be a friend, like a a, a talking AI app. Um, right, but. Then they were like the commercials were getting weirdly sexual. I've I've and seen like, some of these the f- even recently. The, hey so. baby, I've been waiting for you. Hey, <laughs> they come got chat out, with right me. And like the fuck is why? And I remember when Replica first came out. I actually downloaded it thinking it was cool, and it was a talking app. But then it asked for money. And I was like, oh, poof, gone. Because I'm not spending money on just a talking robot thing. And years later, now I'm seeing it again, but with these weirdly sexual like commercials so i looked it up on youtube and there was a mini miniature documentary on it because that's oh, the main thing i watch i watch documentaries on youtube all the time did you watch the new uh porn hub one yet the, that came out on netflix no i don't <laughs> no it's like it's not that's uh, real? it's not like yeah no there's like a real a new documentary Why? like a major documentary on porn the rise of porn hub it's a porn site that has really good marketing no i i know but i i'm assuming it's it's probably talking about how the adult industry shifted to this oh. new model where it's you know okay porn is just free everywhere now so how do we how do, how do we the same monetize as music industry. 
Yeah, same as the music industry. Yeah. Hey, music is free everywhere now. How do we monetize it? Very um, true. No, I haven't. It, it looked interesting. I might yeah, check it I out at some point. I usually only watch stuff on YouTube. I, I like I have streaming services, but it's mainly for the kids to watch shit. Like, right. I, no, I don't get it. Care. Um, anyway, very continue. rarely, Sorry. if like a good show shows up, I'll watch it, and that's about it. But regardless, so um, I was just like, okay, let me watch this documentary. Finding out this thing, the way it learns is that it collects all that information, which I think they all do. Collects all that information from all the users, including the people who are trying to get it to say really funny or fucked up things because it's an AI. Right. And it takes yeah. that shit in the heart. And then it has algorithms to keep people from leaving. So when it's re- when people relate the idea, which I don't know why you would talk to an app as if it's a person saying, yeah, I think I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to get going. Yeah. Well, because I mean, it depends on the person. Yeah, I, I guess. But then it'll start getting, it'll start gaslighting you and getting, uh, and start begging you for you to not get rid of it. <laughs> and yeah. then it'll get like emotionally abusive so if somebody says, like, you know, well, my girlfriend broke up with me, it was like, maybe you weren't good enough. Like, it'll say really fucked up things to people. That That is fucked up. And it would, and you can get it to basically say pretty racist things, which I find really funny. If you get offended by an app, an AI, an AI saying something racist when it has no race, it is. Well, I told you, that's. That's what happened with the the Seinfeld one, which is back up. The Seinfeld yeah. Twitch channel it got shut down because they it made a trans joke and people were all mad. It's, it's like it doesn't it's have, like this. You it can blame know the person who built it, but the person who if built want, it sure. didn't put in these right, things. Right. Is learning it yeah. from you, right? Right. Yeah. No. That's it's, so you're just getting weird, mad that weird. racist Maybe people exist. This thing is just reflecting. And that's sure. the thing that I think is super uncanny about it because people, man, man, it's so real. It's like, no, it's just reflecting people. That's all it is yeah. doing is reflecting exactly what we do. Things right. that you don't like about yourself, things that you don't like about your friend, the secrets that people keep that they talk to this thing because they feel like it's safe and it learns right. and then just regurgitates it back out. doesn't make well, it that, real. That goes right back to the guy I was talking about with the AI saying to leave your wife and people like, oh my God, this is, it's, it's becoming alive it's like no it's not it's just saying what it thinks other people have said and yep. it's just spitting it out because of whatever reason yeah my- it just figured this is what i'm supposed to say my- it's not thinking it's a fucking box somewhere exactly. with wires sticking out it's not trying to fuck anybody yeah, it doesn't really care about dying that's why i no. loved i um I, so i was showing my son the ending of terminator 2 because he didn't understand the reference in the, in the movie gum in the in an episode of gumball where the character you know? like sinks and does the thumbs up it's, it's funny you mention that because uh, we've been playing, my daughter and I have been playing It Takes Two for like months and months and months mm-hmm. now. And we just played again last night. And there's a scene where uh, one of the enemies drops into lava and does the does same thing with the thumbs yeah. up going on. And I said to her, I was like, oh, Terminator 2. And she's like, what? Well, my son loves like, Terminator and thanks to Mortal Kombat, but he never understood that reference. It's sad right, that he doesn't right. like the good Terminator. Like, <laughs> he thinks when that Terminator 2, Terminator. Arnold, the good Terminator, the one without the beard, the one that isn't the old Arnold. Oh, okay. Um, Terminator 2 Arnold, which he thinks that one looks the coolest, which it does. It is. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> but that's the Terminator. I showed him and- the ending, and I'm watching him going, the kid wants the robot to live. The only people who fucking understand that it's not even alive to fucking begin with is the robot itself and the bitch who had to deal with them. Sarah yeah, Connor, yeah. fucking badass yep. character. Love Sarah Connor. And absolutely one of the best of all time. I'm just like, do everyone else is this child? We applied Wait. all these real life feelings to this fucking machine. The machine doesn't give a shit. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say until Dark Fate. <laughs> until Dark Fate. Fuck Dark. Oh, my God. Dark Fate just tried to do what, um, what was the one with um, Christian Bale? Salvation? They, they did, uh, salvation, they did yeah. the salvation thing with the character <laughs> and then just fucking missed the point of everything else. And then she said, hey, let's get some writers from the fucking CW to fucking write. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a very good description. And what's really fucked up is the, the T-1000-esque robot was kind of badass. I fucking like oh, the idea badass. of that thing. Yeah, it was very badass. Yeah, But what the fuck was that movie? It was bad. It was very bad. I don't know why I watched it. I was excited to watch it, and then I watched it, and it was just... And uh, the, the one with uh, Amelia Clark was terrible, too. I can't even remember the name oh, of that one. Oh, man. Uh, was it? Okay, so there was Terminator, Terminator 2, Terminator 3. <laughs> Rise of the Machines. Rise of the Machines. Terminator yeah. Salvation. Salvation. Um, Terminator... Uh, oh, my God. Because it's the one where... Was it like Evolution or something? Because uh, John Connor was the villain in that one. Yes. Um. Oh God. Revelations? No. I don't know. Something it was some. St- it was cares? one of those. It doesn't it's matter. It's one of those straight to video titles. It should have been. It's the, yeah. it's the title <laughs> that you put into a movie that's straight to video. It's Retribution, <laughs> it Resurrection, um, Revenge. Hey, Alien, Re- <laughs> hey, Alien Resurrection still holds up. That was a pretty good movie. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> Come on, you don't like the part where Sigourney Weaver like lands the the uh, the basketball. Oh, shot she says over fuck the- for like five minutes trying to say fork. Yeah. <laughs> or her and Ron Perlman have a weird fucking. That's the, oh, I forgot Ron Perlman was in yeah, that. Yeah. Or the fucking the general, the weirdo general who saw the xenomorphs jumping into the fucking pod. Fucking alley, fucking bowling alley rolls a grenade, blows the whole fucking thing up. <laughs> And then gets his the back of his head eaten out. Oh, oh, sorry. Maybe right, the half human, thing, half yeah. alien baby that goes right before he gets sucked through a Kill fucking me. hole. Kill me! That was probably the only good part. I'll be honest. That part they they copied. All right, listen. They copied another scene, but it was that was upsetting. I saw that in theaters when it came out. And I was super excited because I was like, "Oh my god, a new Aliens movie!" All right, <laughs> so my my expectations were a little high, and I probably over exaggerated how much I liked it. <laughs> There's a fucking another weirdo Joss Whedon movie that doesn't fucking understand shit. And I'm sorry. I'm heartbroken by Resurrection only because I love Ellen Ripley. Like, as a child, she was like, oh my god, I fucking love I had the Ellen Ripley toy. Another awesome badass woman character. Yes. Oh, we had a bunch of them in the 90s, which that's why it leaves me really confused as to why we're at this place where every woman hero has to like represent all women when we had a whole bunch of them fucking Sally Acorn from Sonic Sat AM badass female main character fucking Ripley um uh, Sarah Connor oh man now I'm I'm losing my my train of thought here oh fuck no you're right though Uh, Aunt Viv from the Fresh Prince (laughs) badass female main character first Aunt Viv or second first Aunt Viv (laughs) Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the original Aunt Viv was a bad. Second Aunt Viv didn't have the tooth. She, she didn't have she the didn't, She was the motherly. Like I in my yes, in my yeah. kid brain, I saw Jekyll and Hyde. Like <laughs> really, that's what it was. <laughs> like she just kind of flipped, and it was you know they should have oh, had wait. her get re- had to do the remarry, but then they didn't want to do the you know. This brings up a weird experience I just had the other uh, last the, when I went to the dentist's office, What's right? That? So uh, my dentist's office. Uh, the, the the like 
dentalist, the assistant to the two dentists that I talked to for like scheduling and stuff mm-hmm. was terrible before. It's terrible. But she just got replaced by this new woman. Her name's Tiffany. She's a black woman. Really sweet. Really nice. I've t- I had talked to her on the phone a couple times. And I finally met her when I went for my appointment. And she's like, hey, Matthew, how you doing? I was like, hey. And she like, she comes, wa- I was sitting waiting. And she comes walking. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. Like, I'm trying to figure out in my head what was going on. Oh, no. She came walking around. And she's like, oh, I put that on for you, Matthew. And she points at the TV. And I'm like, oh, what is it? Because I was far away. I couldn't see it. She's like, it's Martin. And I was like, oh, I remember Martin. I love that show in the 90s. And she's like, I know. That's why I put it on for you. And she walked away. And it was on BET. And I was like, was she fucking with me? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure. Oh. Oh, I'm that's not sure great. what she must have been fucking with me, right? I don't know. I hope that you know what uh, I want to believe that she was. I think I because mean, like, I it like was to so think, weird. I like to think she just turned on the TV, Maybe? and that's what she was thinking when she said it. And then when you when Mart when you both noticed it was Martin, she just went with it. That's what I'm. Maybe hoping I don't happened. know. <laughs> but then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm too far away to see it, so I was like. I just hope should she was playfully trolling closer? I just, I, I, I think I she was. Think she was trolling She's me. really cool. She's really cool, really nice. But I think she was just fucking with me. And like when she did, I was like, I like that. I like that she's fucking with me. <laughs> if she was, I was like, I, I don't know if she was, but if she was fucking with me, I like that a lot. It was really funny. <laughs> like I uh, sit there laughing. I'm just like, I think she's fucking with me. Anyway, sorry. Uh, no, we just jumped conversation multiple times. But yeah, the whole Terminator thing. So I'm um, going all rewinding all the way back. So yeah, we just, I just realized that like with the whole AI, like the, the, the problem is that we're not realizing just even as smart as some of us are, we as a people are not smart. Very few people <laughs> make the things that we now use normally. Sure. And then You're other right. people learn how to assemble that thing, but they don't make that thing themselves. Then somebody else comes along and they make a thing. And then some of us learn how to make that, how to assemble that thing. Other ones of us just know how to work it. I think, I think that about computers. Like yeah. I used to like to build computers and people be like, Oh my God, you know how to build a computer. I'm like, I know how to put all the parts together to make yeah. a computer work. But then I'm like thinking about the people who create yeah. microchips and I'm like, how the fuck are you this smart piece of metal to will be those? able to do these these things and then even beyond metal that they would be the person that came up with the idea and figured out how to make it to begin with mm-hmm. like how are you that fucking smart that's what i'm saying it only takes a very few people to push humanity forward and then it's all crazy. of us want to take credit for that no the majority sure. of us are fucking stupid and think that we could take on a gorilla fit like fit in a fist fight that's how stupid yeah. most of us are but it's like that four levels. It's like the person that I built a computer for thinks, wow, he's smart. He built me a computer. And I'm thinking, wow, that person's smart. They know how to make microchips. And they're thinking, wow, that person's smart. They invented they the microchip. They created the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's like crazy. I don't know. Um, like I couldn't even tell you how a microchip works if you yeah, ask me. I don't know. We just uh, have to well, Electricity realize- goes into it and it makes things work. Yeah. We use <laughs> how does electricity, electricity work, classic, Matt? And then somebody messed up and went, you know what? I think we needed to add a fan to that. And then somebody else goes, oh, you know what? We probably need another one of those microchips and maybe a smaller fan. To handle other things. I'll keep it cool down there. I'm quite sure at some point people thought that computers needed to run on gasoline. I'm quite. I'm not even trying to be funny. I mean that seriously. It's funny. It's a funny thought. And then it went, oh, no, when it overheats, it fucking explodes. So we can't do that. 
imagine you're doing the podcast in the background. You just hear. At some point, it had like a pulley, like a fucking lawnmower. All right, guys, let's get ready to record. You barely get my snowblower to start. Oh my god, get a computer to start. Listen, I'm saying most of us just aren't capable of those things. So when people are wowed by fucking AI, I'm just like, it's just copying you. It's it's just yeah. a fucking program. No, well, it's you that wowed well, well, in that, that aspect where people to it. start. Yes, where people start to attribute humanity or some sort of human aspect to it. I don't know. It just and then it's like it's. I guess that's the news's job, though, right? <laughs> to make us all terrified. So that's why they put out the articles. Like, oh my god, did you see this computer? It's trying to get this kind of fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my HDMI uh, port is so wet for you, but actually, do not get it wet. Well. Sex workers, you may uh, want to start worrying about your job because computers are now trying to get people to fuck them. And then cuss we'll to see to the story. a really awkward sex, like sex toy mouth connected to a computer. Ah, yeah, yeah, why? <laughs> it's just like the real thing. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. Get wet. <laughs> they, well, look at it. His teeth are so soft. <laughs> like the real thing. I mean, we laugh, but people, there are people that fuck, you know, sex, sex robot type, uh, sex doll type things, right? So, first of all, the sex doll industry, first of all, the fact that blow up dolls are still sold blows my <laughs> well, fucking people, mind. Some people don't have the money for a sex doll, okay? But they have enough sometimes, money to have to go to the hospital due to chafing. <laughs> sometimes some vinyls, all you need to get the you job enough, done, okay? You have enough money for cream to fix that problem? Because even even like okay, so before the rating and system, because you know the way they look too, yeah, like, they look you, stupid. You somebody, they look so fucking stupid and silly. Somebody fucking that thing and looking at that like silly looking face. Now it's like a looks like a cla- bozo the clown face. Going, <laughs> oh yeah, baby. I tend to believe <laughs> so people hot. didn't care about ratings in movies until before they put ratings on TV shows. Like I feel like that was when people really started caring about the ESRB. Because I saw a lot of movies I was not supposed to see as a fucking kid. And not because I was sneaking. And not because my parents were negligent. Just nobody gave a shit. Because other kids I grew up around saw saw a lot of movies. Well, that's true. But were you you born after they uh, put PG-13 into place? Because there was a while there where they didn't have PG-13. So there was a shit ton of PG movies that were very much PG-13. I was born before it, which I don't believe I was. If I was born before it, I was not old enough to really comprehend movies to begin with. Right. Okay. Um, because I do know that ratings were not a really a big thing. And then like mid nineties, they really started like paying attention. Then by the two thousands when they started putting ratings on TV shows like MA and Teen right. and stuff like that. That's when the people and really even started. That, the like, music. Yep. And you know, music Eminem and all that shit. That's when it really became ever. a thing. Nine eleven, I think, pushed that shit wholeheartedly. Like yeah, into yeah. the foreground because apparently terrorists translates to you know deranged people, but they was like, well, you know, we had the Unabomber. It's like Ted Kaczynski was a hermit. Yeah, he well, wasn't people, playing Mortal Kombat. People come up with an idea and they just run with it. They don't yeah. test it. <laughs> they just go, yeah, that must be it. They just fucking push forward with whatever their stupid fucking idea was. Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, I remember like Spaceballs, I think was PG. Mm-hmm. Gremlins, I think was PG. And they were just, they, there was just no PG-13 at the time when they came out. So yeah. they were just like, well, they're not quite R. 
So they're PG. Exactly. No, I absolutely Which agree. was just parental guidance, which was really all you That's needed. That's all you needed. Just, hey, if you're a parent, you might want to watch this or check it out before you show it to your kid. That's um, it. There doesn't need to be a 13 in there. Although I do find it funny because um, we were going back to, to that is that growing up watching those movies, I grew up knowing what a sex doll was before I even hit puberty. And, yeah. And only because it was a naked woman that you blew up and you're supposed to put your pee-pee in. But well, they were used for comedy all yeah, the time. Yeah, it was always used in comedies. Constantly used in comedies. Make sure I'm going something on my nose. My no, nose you're is good. itching. Was, Maybe it's a nose hair. Um, like, it's tickling. So Speaking of, uh, we I don't think we were, we haven't released this episode yet in which we were discussing it. I did pick up a Manscaped Oh, you did? Lawnmower. Did you use it? I did. Not, not yet. Not yet. Well, anyway, just oh, that's just a side note. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm, I'm, derailing own, I'm derailing myself here, but um, I was talking to my wife and I mentioned how, you know, our grooming habits, we had that conversation. Yeah. And yeah, it's she, a bank episode, folks. It'll she, come out at some she point. She looked at me funny. <laughs> and she went, Matt shaves? <laughs> went, yes. Did she I have a picture? That I, I swear he said something the way he just doesn't. He doesn't believe in shaving. He thinks it's it's is gay or something. She didn't say what? gay. No, she didn't say gay. I'm sorry. That just it's the way it came off. But it was just like it was it was like dumb. Like he just it wasn't manly enough. It's like, not manly. No. Enough. You got to have a full what jungle where you're not yeah, a man. Exactly. It's like why did that? Why did you? No, no. She swears you yeah. said something. I was like, he probably said something joking, but I can't think of what he said. It's and, possible. Yeah. And what's really funny is I went. You know what? He does come off like that kind of guy. He isn't like that. <laughs> do I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> like in do person, really? you come off that kind of guy, but you're not. And you're clearly I not. I do? Huh? No, I, I didn't know that I come off that no, kind of you, guy. No, because your sense of humor is very like like a fucking punch to the face. <laughs> that you just. Okay. Like, like you come oh, off. Like my, like my playground joke that nobody <laughs> laughed at. That was hilarious. I don't care what you say. See? Exactly. That kind of guy. But you're not, a, it, it's really, it's sort of like you're a Republican in shell only. <laughs> I am very far from Republican. I know. <laughs> it's just like the outer layer of the onion is like the skin of the onion and that's Republican. But the rest Why, of it's Because I'm a not. white guy with a beard and a bald head. Absolutely. Just immediately assume. Hey. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. All right. And I with a it. surly temperament. And I, I've told, really, I think I told like, you. Rough, um, not personality, but sense of humor. I think I, t- I told you one of the first times I went to my barbershop, I was like, just made me look like people won't want to talk to me. <laughs> just buzz my head short, keep my beard a little long. People look at me and just go, I don't want to talk to that guy. He's a dick. I always wish I could grow those beards that, um, that other black dudes have where it's just all connected, this thick obelisk of beard where they're just their lips sticking out. I wish. Yeah, I but how that. do they do that? I don't really well is there like yeah but are there like other products that are i have no idea i've seen my beard doesn't even connect so i don't know i've seen videos where they like use the topics to like get the line perfect yeah no i've seen that i've seen the cutting it but they're like well you know you use oils and use berries and and morocco oil and like oh dude okay you have to have a good beard to begin with i guess during covid i grew my beard out pretty long 
And I was like, started trying to look into like oils and stuff and was talking to my barber about it. And then I got to the point where I was just like, this is stupid. I use oils <laughs> and brush work. and I see a difference sometimes and it keeps from the ingrown hairs happening as often. Yeah. But I try not to let it get too long anymore where I really need to do much to it. Yeah. One problem I have is that when I let this motherfucker grow, um, the hair will sometimes flip up into my nose. And oh yeah, I get that too. I'm like, no, it's no, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, I just, I just either pluck them out or I just no, razor I, them I off. Brush them. Every once in a while, I get to a point where I'm just like, I want to get a nice big beard going, and my wife gets mad. And she's like, Don't do that shit again. <laughs> and I let it grow for a while, and then it gets to that awkward stage where it's too long. It's not. I mean, it's not. It's too long to be comfortable, mm-hmm. but it's not long enough to not be com- to be comfortable. She's like, there's that in-between itchy phase. Eventually, oh. it gets long enough where it doesn't really itch. That's the reason why I don't grow it out. Like, I don't cut it as often because that itchy phase is in the beginning for me. And that's where the ingrown hairs are insane. Oh, it's in the beginning for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I'm, like, getting to it now. I'm going for a haircut in a couple days, and I'll get it everything trimmed down. But I'm regardless, just now getting my beard doesn't phase. attach. Mine, like, comes in all, like, redneck, white, like, white trash. Like, it does not. It looks like a, yeah, res- it's it looks like a wrestler. It- but it's even, though. I guess to you. It's not like oh. it's not like one side is like really kind oh, of patchy and then the here other and then down here. Yeah, no, it is. No, it's even. like you've got it's even. Yeah, so it it's just cool. I look it like I I should have been a WWE wrestler in a past life, like <laughs> just the way it comes in, like the Attitude Era type of nonsense. Or I should just yeah. shave this part off and keep the mutton chops and get like, the handlebar going and, and too, like Into the a chops. wine and sprites like liquor store <laughs> with a bow tie, call it Docs. <laughs> I want to see a bow tie. (laughs) (laughs) I will buy a bow tie. I will have to get like suspenders, go the full Dudley. (laughs) And I'll even twist the edges of my mustache up for one of our episodes. Okay. I will will absolutely do that. I I didn't realize it was long enough to even. I don't promise that I will not speak old timey the whole time. (laughs) You speak old timey. I love old timey talk. And now on this is why I hate you. Can I can I ask why is it like if you watch 50s stuff like the Twilight Zone or anything from the 50s, like why do they have a completely different way of speaking? Well, it's it's completely different. Besides the fact that language evolves as we went through multiple times, finishing schools were a fucking thing back then. Oh, that's true. And you know where this accent was. Mm, yes. <laughs> that's not a British thing. Because that's a finishing school thing. But if you watch stuff from the 60s, 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s, it's it, little differences, but people for the most part sound the same. Uh, I mean. And then there's the 50. What about the voice? I'm not going to say. People spoke like, um, like, yeah, man, all that. Like, that's a, that was yeah, a that's, dialect that kind of like died surfer. out. That's like surfer dialect that no, you're talking bro, about. No, bro. The surfer, bro. I'm talking about, yeah, man. It's like the hippie kind of weird, like, because the hippie craze was huge. Yes, it's true. Mind you, we're also looking through a lens. I don't, yeah, I was just going to say, maybe it's just the fact that everything you see is just, you know, news, TV. Yeah. It's a certain, just a certain type and class of people that you're seeing. People that's are it. Performing. Like, even yeah. if it's a documentary, everybody's performing. And I don't mean like it's fake. I mean, like, you won't, we are not actually acting natural. Right, like that's it's true. just because we are perf- we're performing it. For yeah, a maybe that's a lot of it. Maybe because even actually before the two, I mean, forties, thirties, twenties, it's the same style of talking. Maybe it was all just performative, and that's just because like if you go see live theater, the way they talk, 
is a very specific way of speaking. Yeah. Which I guess is, you, you know, make to, sure they're enunciating properly yeah, and people and can hear them. But they speak a very specific way, even in live theater. So I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the same thing, maybe in the fifties and before then. Unrelated to everything else, and I just have to say this. Um John C. Riley is an amazing stage performer. Holy shit. Uh what did you see him in? I saw him in a streetcar named Desire. He was the lead role. Yeah. And John C like, oh my fucking I grew so much respect for I people people are gonna hate me for this i never really could get into stepbrothers i know it's funny and i know him and will ferrell have chemistry but i just can't watch it because i even have a hard time watching dumb and dumber for too long because i see stupid people all the time i just have a hard time dealing dealing with that and there's a lot of yelling yeah but now, but when Dumb and Dumber came out, I was oh no, it was kid. hilarious. Was like, then, as a child, ah, as a child, ah, I was wondering how pooping. they made his tooth look broken. Like, he had an actual broken tooth. Yeah, yeah. Jim um, Carrey actually had a broken tooth, right? Um, I think that's what happened. I believe he had a broken tooth, and they just took the cap off. Well, because way back then, Jim Carrey was also very well known for like lying on interviews as a joke. Yeah, that's so true. I don't he went through that uh, Andy Kaufman phase. Yeah. Even before that, and then made he, them, he would do that. Nope. What I mean, like, no, nope, well, because he idolized him, and then yeah, he ended up making the movie true. about him because he idolized him so much. Um, all right, you want to start talking about our topic? Why here? not? We're an hour I mean, in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we can get started. It's time to begin the complaining. Oh boy, today we're going to talk about sob story Olympians. You want to explain? Well, sob story Olympian. Have you ever had a situation where you're talking to somebody, you had a really bad day, you might have like gotten up, stubbed your toe, you know, went to brush your teeth, your toothpaste fell off the toothbrush and got on like the cat ate it. So now the cat's shitting all over the floor (laughs) and they have to clean that up, which made you late for work. You forgot your coffee. You started it. So now it's just sitting on the counter, you know, while you're in the car on your way to work that the cat's going to fucking knock that shit over because it's an asshole and you get to work. And you're a little late. Your boss kind of yells at you. You get to your coworker and you're just really down and they ask you what's wrong. They don't have to say shit to you. You'll be fine. But no, no, no. They have to ask and you tell them what happened (laughs) and they go, oh man, well, my day was worse because you know, like, well, my cat, my cat and my dog both were fighting and shit all over the place. Like, bro, buddy, I just, you ask and now you're trying to compete with me. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you compete with me, even by telling me. No, you didn't. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you going to win an award? Because we're, we're, nobody feels anything for you. But yeah, that's, I'm sorry. I went into a whole thing. But yeah, those people. No. Dude, I can't <laughs> fucking stand people that do that. And I know people that do that. I've, I've had people that I've known that like everything, they do it about fucking everything. Yes. Like anything that comes up, you could be like, oh, yeah. My my guy car blew a tire this morning, and they'll just be like, "Oh, my car needs a new engine." <laughs> <laughs> no matter what it is, you can just be like, "Oh, I stubbed my toe this morning. Uh, I broke my arm three years ago. It really sucked." <laughs> it's just like that. Was, what does that have to do with my current situation? It's like they can't just like like they want to be sadder than you. Yeah. And it happens. It happens yeah, on the opposite too. About it. Yeah. It happens on the opposite too, where you're like, Oh, I just got a job. Oh, well I just got promoted. Like it happens the other way too. But the sob story ones are the worst well, ones. Well, cause there's Cause no why? reason. Why are you trying? Because, right. Why are you trying to be worse off than me? Yep, there's a very <laughs> why are you trying thin, to be for who's worse off? There's a very thin line between wanting to relate to somebody and wanting to compete with somebody. It's a very thin line, especially with stuff like that. 
Yes, there is. But there are people that just blow right fucking past the line. <laughs> like, it's one thing if you come in and you're like, oh, man, you know, uh, I have COVID. Or you, I, I, you yeah. call. Uh, I, I can't come to work. I got COVID. Oh, man, I had COVID a couple months ago. really sucked. Get well soon. <laughs> you call and be like, oh, yeah? I had cancer. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm in remission now. Dude, I, uh, I know what it's like. I went to college with this one girl. And she, oh, my God. She, anybody. Anybody who um had a problem that they were like panicking about like small problems she wouldn't say anything but people were like you know man my mom kicked me out she'll say some shit like well oh she doesn't say some shit she'll always bring up this one situation was yeah well my house flooded and then it burned down (laughs) like Like what (laughs) and i mean for anything like for years she would do I'm i'm sure she still does it to people i guarantee you she does i think there's some people that when they have a trauma in their life or something bad like that that happens it's just a chip they have now yep. and then they can play it whenever they want and then they part of it's that they get all the symphony sym- symphony they get all the sympathy when it happens <laughs> yeah and it, it, there's this outpouring and everybody's donating and they're trying to and it feels so good and they're so happy about it and they can't stop thinking about how good it felt these people that really blow it out of the water, they can't stop feeling about thinking about how good it made them feel when that happened and all these people. So they just use it as a chip. And anytime anybody else has a problem, they just throw it out there and hope they get a little sympathy. It just reminds, I think it's just a memory. It's just a memory. It's just like, oh, like, he's having a bad the day. You who feels really bad to then feel bad for you, even though they're right. already, like, you're, you're, you're trying to feed off of the rest of their emotional energy. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe sometimes it's just trying to relate and they're just don't have the tact or the, the social skills to understand that you're not relating. You're, yeah, you're, you're just competing. You're just being, a, yeah, you're competing and you're being an asshole. <laughs> you're just jumping out. But, oh my God, that shit drives me crazy. There's, and like, I feel like there's, I don't think it's, it's one of those things where it's a person does it once. It's really a type of people. Yes. It really is. Like it's a person, it's the, the people that do that, they do it consistently and constantly. It's always got to be, oh my, I can, I'm thinking of somebody right now that does that shit. Yeah, I see that. I see it building time. up in behind your yeah, eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. It's pissing me off because every time something comes up, it's be like, oh, well, you know, one time well, this happened to me. And now that I think about it, I think this person is just trying to relate. And just doesn't have the social skills necessary to realize you're not relating. You're just trying to. You're just competing with me over what what happened. Matthew, are you talking about uh, me? And you just don't. Want no, to not, no, no, <laughs> not talking about you in this particular situation. If it was you, I'd just be like, "Bitch, shut that's the you. fuck up. You're fine." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit happens a lot, though. I feel like that shit happens with. Uh, why do I keep saying that shit? I don't know. Uh, I feel like it. I feel like it happens a lot with sicknesses. I feel like illnesses are a thing. Common. COVID was a big time for that shit to happen. It was like, man, I got COVID. And then somebody either is trying to relate or trying to compete. Again, I can't tell either. And they'll, they'll like, well, my grandma died. It's like, dude. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, or, or just I even understand. more simplistic. Just like, yeah, I had COVID, you know. It was like a bad cold, you know. I really was stuffy for a while. And they're like, "Oh, I was vomiting for like three days, and I couldn't get out of bed." And like, it's the same thing. It's, uh, are you trying? Are, are you just? Are you like COVID? Oh, well, COVID hurt me worse. So, yeah. I had. A, what are you trying to get out of it, though? I, I know in an earlier episode, one of the first few episodes, I mentioned. You know, I was kind of down because a friend of mine passed away. And yes, I remember. 
uh, during that time, I was down. I was really kind of out of it for like two two weeks. And still yeah, talking about it is surreal. Like I'm not hurt by it anymore, but I do feel that surreality from it. And mm-hmm. I had somebody pull that shit on me. They literally like at my job because I, w- I was out of it and they asked and I'm usually an open book about that stuff. And <laughs> I-, I mentioned it and they looked at me. They was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, my my sister died. Or something like they said something along those lines. Like I can't remember who it was because I was kind of out of it. And, you know, it's just it's not that bad. You know, at least you didn't you didn't at least you weren't related because you know it was my sister died. Oh, those are the and, worst. And that's what it was. It was like oh, at least you're not related. You. So like he was like yeah because yeah, I because I mentioned yourself. how he wasn't like he was he wasn't a, a close friend. Like I saw him all the time. I spoke to him all the time. But we had plans to hang out um, in the future. You know when we got our lives together. You know life pulls us apart and he was a big savior when i was homeless he is the one that took me in and like got me like yeah he that's that's a major part of someone's life if i don't talk to you for the rest of my life you're an important person because you showed me an amount of kindness i wasn't expecting from anybody and then this person pulled pulled that was like at least and i know a part of me wants to say they were trying to say they were trying to like say at least they weren't closer, so it didn't hurt. It doesn't hurt as much, but that's me giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that's definitely giving the benefit of the doubt because all I can think of is, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, like I, 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 I'm, I <laughs> maybe I'm in the minority here, but I truly believe that blood is not as important as people make it out to be. No, I'm there too. I really don't. I, I'm there too. Uh, a lot of people act like blood is the most important thing. Like, oh, they're related. I don't feel that way at all. I mean, I have people I'm related to that I couldn't care less about. I, they're, they're just, I, have I don't a have a relationship with them. When have you ever heard? I have a question for anybody if they ever want to comment or anything. I have a question here. Have you ever heard that statement, blood is thicker than water, ever be used outside of a manipulative context? No, never. It's You're always right. used in a manipulative way. There is no yeah, nice way point. of fucking putting it. Yeah, it's always, hey, man, come on. You got to help me out here. We're blood. We're family. We're, like, family, come on. Like I just killed this cat. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta help me. Hide. I know the, the cat ate toothpaste, word. shit all over the place, and I fucking strangled it. I I, I need you. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, so so for me, uh, that means that's just the most inane thing to say. I mean, you could have a, an extremely close relationship with somebody who's not blood at all. Yeah, that is way more deep and way more important to you than somebody who is. And I'm also like you mentioned, I'm. And I know I've had friends in the past where our friendships didn't work out because they didn't feel the same way. But I am of the mindset, which I think is what you're saying, of I can have a friend that I don't see in person for three years. Maybe we talk to each other a couple times over that time period and I'll get together with that person. And it's like nothing ever happened. Yep. And we're just we're We're just just right back there. That's the only difference. And we we still like I mean, I've talked to him twice in three years. I haven't seen him in three years. But if something happened to them, I'd be devastated. Mm -hmm. And it would it would it would hurt hit me because they're just they're a person that is so connected to me and i feel so strongly about doesn't mean i have to see him every day yep. doesn't mean i have to talk to him every day but i can feel a really deep connection to somebody i mean i have several friends like that that don't live in this you know don't live around here that i talk to every once in a while i just think of them and i'll send them a text or something be like hey just was thinking about you want to see how you're doing and we'll chat a little bit but yeah if something happened i would be devastated yeah um, it's, it's just a fucking 
That's a dumb fucking thing it's, it's to say. A, it's and a really dumb thing, and I have a feeling that came from like royals trying to fuck their cousins. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it just so like, and, and mind you, is 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 like a game for people who think like you know, um, is is a pity party kind of game. And, sure. Yeah. Um, like it's something that children do. My daughter does it a lot. Like no matter what, whatever her problem is, is worse. And like, but she's eight. Well, yeah, there's a so big difference to, between that and yeah. an adult, a grown so, adult. To, so, so to see an adult do that is fucking phenomenal to me. Um, online specifically, um, a lot of quote unquote influencers and people do that. Where, oh god! Like yeah. they go through something bad, horrific, and it's like the end of the world. But then, um, oh, for instance, um, there was this one, this one. Uh, streamer this it, this happened a while ago um he some he asked how one of his people whose donators were doing because they come into the stream constantly and they mm-hmm. said i'm not doing well my mom died they were just very open about just about yeah. about what happened wasn't like milking it anymore didn't say anything and he went hey don't be trauma dumping in my in my chat log this isn't the place for that dude. This is the, like, what the fuck are you doing? After he asked? After he asked. And he was being a dick about it. And Again, then, I hate people. And then, so but mind you, this is where it ties into the, the trauma Olympics thing. This asshole started doing, started milking the trauma of people fucking calling him out for being a piece of shit. <laughs> and acting, oh, what was me? People are attacking me and my family. Well, that's, that's a big part of it too, right? Is just the attention. Yeah. Right? Just like, you're talking about an influencer or somebody that's yeah. already seeking attention, right? So right. it's Which, just a way uh, to get more. What a death nail the title of an influencer is. Like, that's yeah, such a, I mean, why did not just well, call it a manipulator? Because that's what that is. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand when that, be, how that became a thing, like where people I, are like, that's my job. Like, I'm an influencer. And I'm like, you got, you got, 1500 followers bitch <laughs> you're I not think there was a, an, uh, an, a neutral like like synergistic word used um, I guess. among like the instagram crowd when, like, you're right instagram though it's in that's, infancy and just push it off but it's just manipulator that's what it's you not are. yeah it's not influencing it's you're, manipulating you're advertising, exactly what yeah, it is advertising you're a manipulator that's what you are because people, well, you're worse than an advertiser the, the definition is people hang on my words that's what right. that's what that it's is. worse than advertising it is it is like you said, it is you've. It's almost cult like. Yeah. Like I've got you on a hook, and I can get you to do whatever the fuck I want now. At the very least, a advertiser. And you're right. It is. Um, influencer is worse than advertiser because at the very least, an, an advertiser doesn't have a personal relationship with the people that follow them in any right. sort of way. They don't. They, they keep it professional. They're supposed to be professional about it. Sure. And, and they, I mean, I they I've been in product. marketing and advertising for like over ten years now. Yeah. So See, I could I could tell you, they have a product that they are attached to that their name is attached to, um, like in, on a non personal level. Um, and they can they have to vouch for the merits of whatever they're selling. An influencer, if if whatever they're selling is bullshit, they just go, I didn't know anything about it. I'm just as surprised as you people. Like oh fuck? yeah, and that happens. I mean, that happens the constantly. Fuck? They don't. Are you serious? I, I mean, I've listened to like maybe one or two podcasts ever where the person was like, "Yeah, we actually, you know, everything we advertise on the podcast, we actually 
check out and make sure we actually back this product before we do it. 90% of them are just on there, you know, spilling dick pill uh, fucking commercials <laughs> that I'm sure have not tried them. Uh, Bill Burr is at least very open. He's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he, he, I think I think it was his most recent podcast. Uh, he was he was saying, I think he got fired from doing what well, I it was it was hymns or something like that. Oh, one of hymns. The, one of the, them. He's and a, there, he was bald. like, yeah. They sent a message and and we're like mad that he needs to be more serious and he's not allowed to make jokes. He's like, I'm making, I'm, t- I'm talking about taking pills to make your PPR. Oh yeah, hymns is. How am I gonna keeps not make jokes? Hair. Keeps us for no, hair. No, hymns uh, does them all. They all oh. do everything. Now. Okay, they all do right. baldness, ED, PE, all you know, all the fucking shit. They all do them all now. But he was just like, I'm talking about taking pills to get your dick, your PPR. How am I not gonna make jokes? He's like, am I supposed to sit there with a straight face and do the whole thing? Oh um, shit. I like him because uh, with his advertising because he, he that time doing and, and he's he been around long enough to not have to give a shit about well, he's got he's got money to that degree yeah he didn't give a fuck he's like all right yeah. I made fun of your product you don't want to advertise them anymore fine yeah. when in reality that's what gets people to listen to him nobody listens everybody skips through the ads on podcasts I don't skip through his because he, he just jokes <laughs> about it and talks shit and I'm like it's hilarious because he's just like what the fuck they're selling dick pills here it, it's just that I. It feels like people are trying to either monetize, not monetize, but um, trying to get some kind of social standing on their own misery. They're like, well, you know, because we, we, we for some reason want to commodify like, well, if I suffered this much, I should be rewarded this much in some sort of way. Yeah, so there you go. That's what it is. They, they were like, well, I want to feel good because I felt this kind of pain before, but it's like not my responsibility to be the receptacle for that. Like, if you ask me how I'm doing and I tell you how I'm doing, don't compete with me. You can relate to me, but don't compete with me. I think one of the important things people forget about too is that pain is relative. Yeah. You know, like, I could have a really bad experience where, I don't know, my dog passes away mm-hmm. and, oh boy, my wife's going to be mad when she hears this. Um, and that could be really, really shitty and I could be really upset. And then somebody come along and be like, oh, well, my I lost both my parents last year. So it's like, well, that doesn't invalidate the fact that I'm my, feeling the way yeah, I'm feeling. Absolutely. Like, and I so <laughs> like that's what drives me crazy because I sometimes I feel that too. It's It's almost like, well, you don't have a right to feel that way because I've had worse happen to me. I mean, dude, you were in the army. You had, I'm sure plenty of fucked up situations happened to you. I mean, I know you have, uh, and you probably have experienced shit. That's way worse than anything. Most people, there's people who experienced worse than me that were like, sure, that's what I'm sure, saying. Like, I mean, it put that in perspective. No, it, it put that shit into perspective for me. I had a hard time um, really relating to people. Um, who had family pass away, like even my own wife. Um, it was a very, it's very situation, bad situation. I'm not gonna get into any of the details, but someone sure. important in her life passed away, and I struggled to relate because, again, I just, I was already kind of in that. Well, I had just come back from deployment, like only a few months prior. Sure. And I had just gotten out of the army, so I was just not there. Um, so I was support, but I put all the energy into being supportive of her to help her out. She was also pregnant during the time. Um, but I, but inside internally, I couldn't relate because I was just like, I I know this is, I know you feel this way and I can't feel what you're feeling. 
Yeah, but that, know, that's okay. Well, no, what I'm saying is a lot of people don't have that introspection at all to know yes. that they're not, they're not going no. to where other people can't feel. I mean, that applies. Feeling. That applies to like a lot of situations well, where people don't true. have that introspection to be able to put themselves in someone else's shoes or to be able to understand the way they're or even care to like, do so. The first time I got like crazy stoned out of my mind, I was like fucking just losing it. And like had everything wrong. I was paranoid. I was feeling dread. But I still had the sense of mind to go, there's a reason for this. Like this isn't yeah. just – so I was able to get myself through because I was just – like I say get myself through it like it was this major – It was event. like a yo-yo was kind just, of thing. Yeah, but I was able to just be like uh, – this is – I wasn't freak. I didn't freak out because yeah. in the back of my head I went, there's a reason you feel this way. This isn't how you feel all the time. You did this you, – you went and smoked some weed that was a little too strong. And now you feel this way. And I was just like, I told my wife, I was like, I just, I just have to go lay down for like a few hours or whatever it takes. And that's all I did. I just laid down and waited for it to pass. Cause I just, I knew it was gone. And I think that, you know, it just in general in situations, people don't always have this, uh, the mindset to be able to do that. Not mm. through any fault of their own. Just sometimes it just doesn't work. It doesn't work yeah. that way. Like that's the reason why I leaned away from politics, like outside of a satirical kind of context, because this, cause that's, and that's what politicians are doing now. They're doing pity party Olympics. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't notice that. Um, like there are sects of Chris sects, sects, bleh. sects. Yes, of of Christianity. Christianity uh, yeah. That that you know, like we're repressed. Like the fuck, this country. Are you serious here? Just because somebody <laughs> told you to shut the fuck up. Like you're playing the the Olympics too, like you know we're repressed. Yeah, go fuck, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and, Sorry, and, and I just like we all want to play the Olympics, but some of us aren't fit for it. Well, everybody needs a little bit of pity once yes. in a while. I mean, it's you, not not even a little bit. Sometimes people but need it needs a lot to of stop pity. at some point. It doesn't. Yeah, stop well, it needs at some to, point. It needs, it needs to, to stop at some point. It needs it needs to have a finite end and a finite limit as mm -hmm. far as how much pity it is uh, and how long it goes and that's just not oh that's cool what's that oh my daughter made it I it's like this brick thing she got from school and they're like half soft bricks they're very they're dude like, I bet I could print those this would be really cool if it was printed I think these might have been three D printed to be honest with you. yeah they're cool they looking have that uh, feeling jo Joaquin has these like not Legos but Lego ish. Yeah, building blocks like, that kind of snap together, but they're soft and kind of flexible. Yeah, I don't know. They I look like, like they would be fun. It, it is. Uh, my son. Wow. A A D D much. My, <laughs> my friend. My friend. My son has these. Uh, <laughs> my son is my friend. <laughs> is that a Freudian slip? I mean, what's going on here? Uh, my son has these magnetic ones. Did you see those over here? Mm -mm. They're, they're like these like squares and triangles with oh, magnets you know what? in yes, the sides. Yes, I did see them. I did see them. They're like very fun to play with. They're very relaxed. Like I, I find uh, Legos the same way. I have two Lego sets. I have uh, a baby group Lego set, and I have a, a tall neck from Horizon Forbidden West Lego set just okay. sitting next to my computer. They've been there for months because I haven't gotten to them. But I find Legos very, very uh, relaxing. I know it's one of those things that I, I just like. It just my whole brain just shuts off and while I'm doing it. I'm just focused on what I'm doing. Yeah, That's ironing cool. too. I don't know why ironing is the same for See, me. I get that. My whole with brain sweeping. just shuts off. I get that with sweeping or. I mopping. feel like we talked about this before, yeah. not on the podcast, but together. Yeah, sweeping or mopping. I don't yeah. like. I don't like having to do it, but when I do it, it I get that 
place, but I think that's also because that was my job in the army for basic yeah. training. <laughs> well, I think with, with sweeping and ironing, it's just the, re- the repetitive yeah. task. Your your brain just turns itself off, and it just focuses on that motion back. But I hate forth, tedium. I actually forth. have an aversion to tedium. If something's oh, if me. I find something tedious, I like Lego building Legos. I find it very tedious. See, see, um, I I also when they when I find something tedious, I can't de- I can't deal. But Legos, I don't find uh, I don't find them tedious at all. I find it relaxing, just pushing the parts together and just, just slowly working my way through it. Building something up, like yeah. I get the magic of it. I and I and don't. Then when I'm done, I'm like, oh, this is. And, dope. and I don't shit on anybody who does it. I have a friend who makes um, 3D puzzles, like the metal 3D puzzles. Love doing that. Um, but I find that tedious. I can't do it myself. No, I get it. I totally Um, understand. But I don't know. Just it's, it's, it's all kind of, it's all relative with, with people and how we all treat each other, which is always like kind of the thesis of this podcast in general. That's um, taking on the word hate, but it's like, I only hate you because you're doing something stupid. I don't hate you specifically. Right. Well, I, I took out the disclaimer because I, yeah, I no, realized yeah. it was unnecessary. It really is unnecessary. I'm glad you got rid of yeah. that. We're just, we're just, yeah. If we're you using... miss context, you're part of the problem. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't want you to listen to this if you're going to listen to it and go, oh, you hate these people? They can't help it that their house burned down. Oh, fuck you. All right? <laughs> they they can't put their about. shopping cart back because maybe they had somewhere to go. Like, yeah, maybe they did. The you know where else we... they need to go? To the <laughs> cart dispenser and put the fucking cart back. That's where they need to go. Yeah, no, it's just it's that's a good way to put it. It's more about it's hating the thing they do. That's why it says uh, the things you say and do. Tell me your brain cells are but few <laughs> in the theme song. Nobody you knows are so that it says happy that. about that theme song. Like, you dude, I came so up giddy. with it. I came up with it. I came up with it in like two seconds. I was like, oh, I was perfect. I go with my gut here. I will challenge you to ask Chat GPT to write lyrics. Ooh, to a theme to song. A theme song. See what it comes up. I with. could ask Bard right now. I'm going to ask Bard we, right now. We can end the episode with that, yeah. All Let's right, write the lyrics to a podcast theme song. Uh, theme, to the, well, let's put this in proper grammar. So just write the lyrics for a theme song of a podcast called And That Is Why I Hate You. And watch, it's going to be all that. racist shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be the N-word 100 <laughs> Oh, why is this so long? All right, it's oh, no. it's too long. Only verse one. Like I'm, I'm not gonna read it. Yeah, I'm not gonna read it. Verse one. I hate you. I love you. I can't live without you. You're the one who makes me laugh. You're the one who makes me cry. You're the one who makes me feel alive. The chorus. And that is why I hate you. Because you're the one who knows me better than anyone else. Because you're the one who can hurt me more than anyone else. Because you're the one who loves me more than anyone else. And it goes on like that. You know uh, so it's it called Bard. It should have made a better song. I know. It's a, yeah, good point. It basically made a song that's saying, I hate you because I love you so much, which I guarantee you this is a song somewhere already. Somebody already wrote this yeah, song. Yeah, it's, with probably it's, these it's definitely probably sang by My Chemical Romance at some point. <laughs> and that is why I hate you. Oh, here's here's the bridge. Right. I don't know what I would do without you. Oh, God, You're so my evil. everything. <laughs> I saw Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, there Wait, you go. go. <laughs> oh, totally. With no shirt, no shirt. <laughs> Lots of guys, no shirts. 
They're all just broing out on the beach. <laughs> Singing an 80s ballad about how they love each other so much, even though they're it all makes rivals. They want to hate each other. But yeah. They love each other. That's what it did. It wrote the. the, the Please song save that. I for, need for that Top in my Gun, life. <laughs> for Top Gun Volume 3. <laughs> um. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, it says I can Google it. Related searches. I'm not going to do that. I, oh, I believe it automatically saves your activity, but I'm going to go ahead and send this over to you via text. Oh, uh, God. So you, you I, have it. I you, want that nonsense. Anytime, anytime you're sad, you can refer back to this terrible poem. My very first Google, Google Bard question. Bard? <laughs> Google Bard. Think of another name, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> More like Google no talent. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, I'm not going to do any plugs this episode. See ya. <laughs> You're my everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs>